a really quick and exciting announcement to make. The Menopause and Cancer podcast is now also on YouTube, and I'm so excited that more people now get to watch our conversations. So the link to the YouTube channel is in our show notes. Please go and subscribe to the channel so that more people who need to hear our conversations are able to find them. Thank you. Hi, I'm Danny Bennington and welcome to my podcast. This podcast is for anyone who's been affected by cancer and menopause. I'll be speaking to special guests and menopause experts to help us find solutions to our symptoms and of course address the greater picture. We're going to talk about everything from mental health to physical health, sexual health to bone health and everything in between. Nothing is off limits. Welcome. Hey, and welcome to today's episode on the podcast today. It's my birthday (laughs) and I'm really excited to be here and to be talking to you. And I have decided not to invite a podcast guest for us today, but rather give you a really different episode. And it's something I've been working on myself for a long time. And there are hopefully some nuggets of wisdom in today's episode, um, should you wish to be open enough to just tune in to something a little bit different. The reason I've decided to talk to you on my birthday is because I found it a little bit difficult over the last many years, and as long as I can think back actually to celebrate my own birthday. I love everyone else's birthday. I love making a fuzz. I love all about it, the balloons and the celebrations and the cake and all about it. But my own birthday, maybe not so much so. Maybe I'm not so sure about the attention on that day. Anyone, not quite sure. I'd rather celebrate everyone else's birthday. And then I've been thinking about celebrating ourselves in general and what does that mean for me personally and what does that mean for you? Just in the last few days, I've had loads of conversations and calls with some amazing, amazing women. All of them have faced cancer, different cancer diagnoses, different stages, and all of them found themselves somewhere along the menopause journey. And all of them said to me, I really, really need some help. I am expecting to get through the next few weeks and months and then just collapse on the other end. And I feel very humble speaking to all of you. I sometimes feel there is a bit of a responsibility when you turn towards me. But then I remember that all I can do is signpost, support as much as I can, and then draw in the expertise of loads and loads of other amazing experts to help you on your way. And you'll know that from listening to me. I always think this is a two-pronged approach, and that's what I feel works best. And that's what I want to teach and I want to communicate. And these two-pronged approaches that on the one hand side, we've got amazing doctors and healthcare practitioners and therapists in whichever form or shape. And they all go into sort of that medical treatment bucket. And that is a little bit more of a passive receiving of help but I think it's really important we draw into different experts. That might be a menopause specialist for you, another conversation with an oncologist to ask the questions that you really think you need to ask now. 
that might be looking for some talking therapy or cognitive behavior therapy, or opening your mind to integrative healthcare and the options. That might be you tapping into the help of a nutritionist, a dietitian, an exercise practitioner. So those are all the things we can do with the help from someone else. And I'm really passionate about helping you facilitate that. On the other hand, we've got you and me and every single day of our lives. And I believe there is lots and lots and lots we can do every day to feel empowered, to feel positive, and to make tiny, tiny, tiny micro changes as such that can really help us feel better. Not always necessarily in how we manage our symptoms and how we perceive those symptoms, but also how we feel about ourselves, how we look into the future and the mindset we've got. And this part really brings me to today's episode and what I wanted to share with you today. I feel as women, or if you define as a woman, then perhaps you know what I mean. If you don't define as a woman and you are here as a person with ovaries listening to this because the podcast is relevant to you, then perhaps you recognize some of these traits too. We often have the tendency to be very humble, to not celebrate ourselves too much, to not really talk about our successes too much because we worry that others might think we're bragging. We worry sometimes that others think that we're bigging ourselves up, or it's just not the done thing to be loud and outspoken and celebratory about your own successes and how far you've come. Perhaps it's a societal thing. It's where we live. There are so many different reasons for all of us, but I recognize that in myself and I recognize that with every person that I've been speaking to just in the last couple of weeks. And so I thought I really want to talk about it because I feel sometimes we're so focused on treating certain symptoms or finding solutions to certain symptoms that we forget this integral part. And it's this self-celebratory part. And I think because it's my birthday today, there is no other better day than to talk about this with you a little bit in a little bit more detail. What I see in all these women when I speak to them on a call through conversations is the incredible, incredible hurdles they've overcome by the time they come on a call or in the, into the conversation and they speak to me. And I can't help but think, oh my gosh, isn't this person absolutely amazing? He or she has come through so much. And yet when they speak to me, it's almost as if all of that is forgotten because we're looking or they're looking into a future self that isn't the way they want it to be. And so there seems to be a little bit of a lack of what's actually happened. Can we celebrate this? And then at the same time, can we start to look into the future? And so I'm going to start with celebrating myself today. And this is actually taking me a little bit of time to put together in my head. And it's also taking me a little bit of courage because as probably so many of you, I really, really, really don't want to seem as if I'm bragging. I want to big myself up and I don't really want anyone to think, oh my gosh, look at Danny. There she is talking about how amazing she is. But it's actually really hard to be truthful and say, wow, I have come a long way and we have done some amazing things. 
and it's okay to say those things. When we look at it from sort of a little bit of a helicopter view, then self-celebration is celebrating the person you are now, today, on this very fine Wednesday or whenever you listen and tune into our podcasts. You can celebrate yourself for today. You're not celebrating your future self. And you're not here to celebrate the person who you want to be. Because I know we've all got a long way to go. And many of you say to me, I wish I could get rid of my symptoms. I wish I would feel better physically, emotionally, or mentally. But self-celebration is celebrating the person who you are today. And it's partly about accepting and encouraging and empowering yourself in this particular moment. And we can all celebrate who we are today, anytime, at any place, and for whatever reason, and it is not bragging. And if you have the capacity somehow to do this with me now, I'd love for you to take a moment and think how you can celebrate yourself today with some really positive thoughts. What can you celebrate of yourself today with who you are today? Not with your past and past achievements or happenings and not with future selves of how you'd like to be today. Perhaps it's as little as I got out of bed on time. I prepared breakfast for my children. I got them to school on time. That's, that's okay. Sometimes life is difficult and those simple motions of daily activities are really worth celebrating. And so that's my first little exercise for you. And if you can't perhaps do it now, and I know lots of you are washing up because you tell me what you do when you're listening to the podcast, maybe later today, when you go out for a walk and you look up towards the sky and you notice the clouds walk past and drift past, you know that you are A, worth celebrating, it's not bragging, and that you can tune in a little bit to what can I celebrate about myself today? The more you celebrate yourself, the more your confidence rises. And I think this is something that I would love for all of us to practice more, more, more. Women often come on a call with me and say, Danny, I've just got no more self-confidence. My medical treatment, my medically induced menopause or my cancer treatment, it's robbed me of all confidence. I don't even know who I am anymore. But the good news is, is that you can celebrate becoming more confident because you can practice it. It's like practicing yoga. It's like, I don't know, turning up to tennis and practicing weekly tennis lessons and you will learn to play tennis. And we can learn to become more confident. And we can do so by celebrating ourselves. You're telling the universe that you are amazing and unstoppable, which is amazing. And not that you're only just going to feel more confidence, you're only also going to radiate that confidence outwards. And you know what's lovely about that is it often inspires others to be a little bit more confident as well. And so that knock-on effect it has towards all of our community is amazing. When I decided to pluck up my courage and become more confident, to share my story openly, well, the most amazing thing happened and is that other people look towards me and shared their struggles and sorrows with me. And that shared experience is just the most amazing thing. 
And you might ask yourself now, but I understand all of the things that Danny is talking about, but is it okay to celebrate yourself? You might still think, oh, is it a bit of bragging? It is okay. You can be humble and there's absolutely nothing wrong with acknowledging your own self too. Those two things can coexist. And if no one else celebrates with you or for you, you can be your own motivation today. Quietly, gently, quietly letting go. You don't have to make a big announcement. You don't have to write it on your notice board that you're now celebrating yourself. You don't have to put it on sticky notes and perhaps tell everyone about it. You can be your own motivation, inspiration and encouragement. And I'd like for you to keep allowing your greatness to shine bright because that's what I see in every single person when I speak to you, when I meet you. Just a little bit later on today, I'm going to a Future Dreams House workshop and I know I'm going to meet the most amazing people again. And I'm so humble and so grateful to do that. And I want to help all of you to celebrate yourselves a little bit more. Now, here goes me. And I'm going to celebrate myself now because it wouldn't be a truthful podcast episode if I wasn't going to practice what I'm trying to teach. Last year on my birthday, I'm trying to remember, I think I was hatching plans for releasing the Menopause and Cancer podcast, but we didn't go out yet. There was no episode launched. I was just working towards it. I didn't have a great business plan. In fact, I had no business plan. I contacted a fantastic agency. They told me how much it was going to be. I thought, fine, I want to host and run a podcast. I'm just going to pay for it and get it done. And my husband kept saying, what's the aim with it? What's your business goals with it? Um, if anyone knows Tim, you'll totally know that this is true. And I kept saying, I don't know. I'm just going to do this. I want to host a podcast because I speak to so many amazing menopause specialists every single week and so many amazing patients and women and people that I want to share their stories because I know how important it is because I know how desperately lacking we are of information, education, and support in the menopause and cancer space. And so I did just that. And so since then, the Menopause and Cancer podcast, as you know, it has grown. We've released weekly episodes and we're in the top 10 of all podcasts in the UK in the medicine charts, which blows my mind, right? I'm only this small person in Surrey. I live in a small village I run my weekly yoga classes. I've got my yoga school. And yes, I've been dabbling in the menopause and cancer space because I'm so passionate about making it a more positive space. But I have no background in really running a podcast. I'm not a medic. I've got no business skills in doing this properly. And we're in the top 10 of all UK podcasts in the medicine charts. Like that blows my mind still today. And today... I'm saying it without bragging it. I'm saying it to celebrate myself. And although that doesn't still sit 100% comfortably with me, I'm doing it because I want to teach you that by practicing our confidence, remember, our confidence will rise and grow the more we practice. So I'm practicing on the job today. 
what's happened is when I first released the podcast, if I've had a call from this lovely brand, and I know the owners and founders really well by Sarah London, and they've decided to sponsor the first few episodes of the podcast, and it really allowed me to just go out weekly. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. They sponsored five episodes, so five episodes were covered. But ever since then, I have paid for the production of the podcast myself. I've had no sponsorship. I've had no money and I've had no support. I've done this all off my own back. I've researched every guest myself who I wanted to bring on. I've liaised with every guest and I've had no research support or team. I've done all the social media posts myself. Every single bit of communication I've done myself. This is just me. I've made a huge loss if you talk about it in financial monetary terms because I had no money coming in. And so you might think, wow, that's mad. That's crazy. But you know what? It isn't crazy because every single week I have so, 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 so many messages, voice notes, emails from people that tell me that our podcast is life-changing and life-saving in some situations. And this is my pay because I know how important this work is. And so in terms of monetary rewards, there wasn't any, but the reward for how it is perceived and how much it does for all of you and how amazing that is for me is huge. And you couldn't, I could never earn enough to replace that. And you know what I want to celebrate about that today? I want to celebrate that I stepped up and rose to this occasion every single week and I kept it going and I've been really consistent with it. And I don't even feel like I should be more humble about it because we all know consistency is key. When you join my menopause and cancer group program, the four-month intensive program, for example, we're teaching you to be more consistent with your micro habits. And that is to eat well, to maybe introduce a little bit of exercise, we're not asking you to change your diet. We're not asking you to start a whole new exercise plan. We're showing you how you can be consistent over a long period of time because we know that's where the greatest success lies. And that's exactly what's happened with the podcast. I was consistent. I showed up. I dedicated my time, efforts, resources, financial contribution towards it. And that's why it works for all of us. And let me show you and read to you what people say. And that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. Your podcast, How I Found You, is thankfully honest, informative, and intelligent. Like chatting to a wonderful friend who emphasizes but also questions the same concerns I have. Much needed and a huge comfort. Look forward to being in touch. Thanks so much for last night. I slept so well. Have a beautiful weekend, Kate. Another reader said this, just finished episode two. Fantastic. It's the most sense anyone has spoken in 11 years. Thank you so much. And yes, I have lymphedema too. Another message, love the way you approach asking questions of the people on your podcast. It allows them to really provide quality information, facts and knowledge. You're so supportive of women. Danny, your podcast is so valuable and unique. Your compassionate, empathic manner glows through the sound waves. I have the deepest respect and admiration for what you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi, Danny. 
Just a big thank you for staying as open-minded, objective and caring in these times where social media is becoming like a battlefield for pro and contra HRT experts. This is really disturbing and creates anxiety instead of empowerment and acceptance. So thank you because you empower me. And I could go on and on and on because we receive messages like that every day. But as I'm taking a little notice here, I'm noticing that I'm starting to worry, that I'm starting to brag. And so again, I'm reminding myself I'm just here to practice. And yeah, and the other thing I think since my last birthday and what I really, really want to celebrate is, yes, my own efforts of the podcast, but how we extended those efforts into helping more people on the Empowered Menopause programs. I know there is only so much a podcast can do, and I know so much more is possible. And so our Empowered Menopause programs are much more in-depth. We meet on Zoom, we bring experts in. There is an element of on-demand home learning, so you can fit it into your own time. But what I really know is I understand how you and your lives tick now, or the majority of you. And so the program is really there to not add any more burden or stress or work to you. It's really there to support you along the way. And the program I co-curated for Trekstock has even won a charity award this year, which is so, so, so exciting. And also our hard work got remunerated for that. If you've listened intently, then you'll notice I found three things that I want to celebrate about myself today. The podcast, the program, and noticing when my sort of self-criticism taps in, when I start to worry that I'm not being humble enough, when I start to worry that I'm celebrating myself too much, and that I continue to notice that this is a practice, that this self-celebration is a practice. Those three things is what I really wanted to share with you today. Before I want to hand over to you and allow you to tap into who you are today and for you to have an opportunity to celebrate yourself. But before I do so, and before we are going to finish this podcast episode, and before I'm going to leave you with all your thoughts, those thoughts can be, oh my gosh, it's mad, it's Danny's birthday and she's there celebrating herself in this way. I could never do this. Maybe you're thinking, I'm going to try in a really small way and let me see where I can start. And before I send you off with all your thoughts into your day on my birthday, I'm going to make myself a celebratory drink because since our Alcohol and Me podcast episode, many of you have engaged into the topic of how much to drink, if to stop drinking alcohol, if your medical team told you to stop drinking alcohol and all of those things, society and the pressures with it. Many have asked me what my favorite non-alcoholic drink is, and I'm going to make that for myself now with you here listening. And so you're going to hear a bit of clattering and noises, but I'm going to talk you through what I'm using because I really feel like to extend my celebrations, to make myself something good that is good for me and that tastes good. And I'm going to bring out my big glass that I've got here, and I'm going to talk you through what I'm doing. So sometimes I would cut up pieces of ginger and put them in a big glass bottle. So I'm going to get my glass bottle out. I've got a nice bottle with a cork top. 
And so I'd either cut up little pieces of ginger and put them in the uh, glass bottle. Or today, um, I haven't got lots of time and I don't think I've got fresh ginger at home anyway. I've got these ginger shots. Any of the brands I'm recommending or saying that I'm using today, they're not affiliated at all. I don't get any money for mentioning those brands, just so you know. But there is a company called Moju, M-O-J-U. And I buy these bottles in Sainsbury. And this particular one is a ginger shot. It's called Active Immunity. It's got like so many of them. It's got, um, what's it got in it? Apple, apple juice, ginger root, and a bit of uh, uh, cherry powder and lemon. But I really like it. I use it to cook some curries. Just going to open the bottle. It's actually quite strong and potent. Really, really gingery. So really quite strong. And I'm going to just put a little bit of that into my glass bottle. Let me pour that in. And so I'm not going to give you any measurements because measurements I feel are there for you to work out yourself. And I'm going to add some low brush kombucha. The low brush, hold up. Oh, can I open it? There we go. The low brush kombucha comes in different colors, uh, in different flavors. And I'm just going to add a whole bottle. So the ones I've got are 330 mils a whole bottle into my big glass bottle. Right. So different flavors here. Choose any flavor you want. I've added that in. For me, I always love adding a bit of sparkling water. And so I'm going to add almost as much sparkling water as I've added kombucha. So I'm making a really lovely long mixer. And what you can't see now, and oh, I wish you could see, is that it's starting to froth. This is a really nice sparkly drink, which often really helps me when I'm really feeling thirsty or when I want that sort of, um, you know, alcohol replacement at parties, for example. It's really quite nice to have something sparkly for me anyway. And then I'm going to bring out my orange or often it's uh, lemon. I cut it in half. And I'm going to just squeeze out a whole orange because I want that lovely orange juice to come through. And I'm going to pour that into my bottle. Half done. Add a half here. There we go. There we go. There we go. I'm going to pour that in. And I've got a lovely long wooden chopstick, which I'm going to use and give my mixture a little bit of a um, whiz around. Now let me pour this in my glass. And I'm going to give it a taste. Often it needs a bit of taste adjustment. Ah, oh, so amazing. Mm. Oh, I love it. It's sparkly. It's a bit tart. It smells, it tastes a little bit of course, it tastes gingery, but it's got, it's almost like a flavor explosion from the ginger and the orange and the kombucha and the sparkling water. Got this lovely flavor explosion in my mouth now. And I'm totally, totally loving it. And it's a brilliant way to celebrate my birthday. And I've got this big glass bottle on my desk now. And I'm going to sip along. And if anyone pops in later, maybe for a drink or so, I will offer them that alongside if anyone wants a Prosecco or something else.
And with that, I'm going to finish our podcast, my celebratory podcast today. You know, part of me is thinking, oh my gosh, I really hope people aren't going to think I've picked myself up today and I've bragged about our work. But I really, really know it, it can be so helpful and it can be so transformative if we all started to celebrate ourselves a little bit more in whichever way or form that's possible to us. Can you please, I've listened to Stephen Bartlett's podcast the other day and, and he always says to people, can you please follow the show? So I'm going to say, can you please follow the show if you aren't already following the show? And if you can today, because it's my birthday, please try and work out how to leave a review. That would be the most amazing birthday present you could do for me, you could make me. So many of you have sent messages on, on WhatsApp or on Instagram or in the Facebook group. Try and put that message onto the podcast reviews. You can click the five stars and there's a little line saying, leave a review. And I would love for you to leave a podcast review because we've never had any advertising budget. We've never had any PR budget. This is all just word of mouth. And the more reviews we have, the more other people are going to find our podcast if they Google, for example, for menopause and cancer solutions or support. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for following the show and for leaving a review today. Go and do it now, please. <laughs> and thank you for listening. And thank you for allowing me to be here every single week. And if you're a nurse, a healthcare provider, an oncologist, you know how amazing it is that you recommend a podcast to so, so many of your patients. Thank you. I really feel we've worked out a great sort of teamwork and I'm super excited and grateful to be part of this little team. Wishing you all a great day. And you can message me and email me to Danny at Healthy Whole Me and tell me how you're celebrating yourself. And I'll read it out on the next show. Take care.